You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Boy, that movie really grabbed me. <laughs> oh, okay. I, uh, I must say, uh, man. You, you thought about that in the car on the way over it here. Did not you? Well, guys, you don't have to call it out, okay? I've been thinking about it all day, and I was like, I got to think of a really good opening here. And, you know, I thought about it, and then I, I was right. Uh, and that, that's <laughs> my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I got a million of them today. Talk about lines I've been used before. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, today we're talking about The Black Phone, uh, the new film by Scott Derrickson, and written by uh, Derrickson and uh, S. Robert Cargill and uh, or C. Robert Cargill. Oh, he wouldn't like me if I said uh, S. And uh, so uh, they're close to each other on the alphabet. It's fun. <laughs> get confused every now and then. But the Black Phone. It's uh, it's actually adapted by uh, Joe Hill, one of his short stories, and it's about uh, well, uh, a child uh, murderer and kidnapper uh, played by Ethan Hawke, dubbed as the Grabber. And it's also about this uh, these two siblings. Uh, Finney, played by Mason Thames, and also uh, his, his sister, Gwen, played by Madeline Mag- uh, McGraw. And, well, basically, we get to see their lives kind of unfold in the first little part of the film, just to see how, well, shitty it can be sometimes in 1978 for children, because, man, when you get uh, bullied in a, a Joe Hill kind of story, and, uh, and I guess a Scott Derrickson story... Man, you're gonna get to beat the shit out of you. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> kind of intense sometimes. But yeah, I gotta appreciate. Like, I love that this is 1978 because, like, that was. It sucked to be a kid in the late 1970s. They were getting snatched left and right. Yeah, I mean, and... it just depends. If you were the bully, it was great. Like, right. I mean, well, well, they took bullies too. I mean, right. like, that's very true. Saying. That's very um, true. I mean, I don't know if it's too early to get into it, but I was like, you just picked all the toughest kids in the neighborhood is what he did. <laughs> the grabber likes a challenge. And to challenge me today about my opinion of this film, that was a terrible segue, but I got Marcos. I give credit. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> I got Frank. Hello. I will not judge you. Oh, thank you, Frank. Much. Thank, thank you. And Sarah Jane. Hi. Hey there. And this is right, if you haven't guessed already. So... I, I, uh, I'm a huge fan of Joe Hill. Uh, I actually haven't read the story. I think it's out of the 20th Century Ghosts ethnology uh, uh, of his uh, short story collection. And uh, But also, I am a fan of a few of Scott Derrickson films. I have not seen all of them. I have not seen Sinister, so sorry about that, guys. It's a good one. I heard it's a really good one. Uh, but I have seen the I mean, last... on the other end, I haven't read, so... <laughs> we were talking about that. It's like, I haven't read in 20 years. Um, but I I would love to know what you guys thought about this film because as i said on another review lately uh and to quote matt Dillon from something about mary i kind of liked it so frank what did you think <laughs> i think i was on that review that you quoted matt Dillon. i know you were i think so is sarah jane so i'm glad yeah, do you remember that, that? I, I, yeah oh I it wasn't you, that memorable right, i just fine. feel like you've said that line recently and i was fine. around to hear it um 
I really dug this. I love that this isn't um, a huge production. It doesn't really need to be, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's so effective and tight. And I love the way it uses the decade and how like unsafe and uncertain um, everything was, I guess. That era was, yeah. <laughs> no, and it, it's very true. Um, and, you know, there was, there's, this is a film with like very little, you know, it's, it's, there's so much bleakness, even when nothing like dangerous is happening. And I think that it got that, like, got that world really right. I, you know, I'm a horror movie veteran and I found myself like shielding my eyes and like not wanting to just look at the screen. Yeah. I um, saw you with your head down. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, I don't cover my eyes. I just put my head down. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I don't cover. I just go like, yeah, I'm just going to bend down. No, I thought this was really effective. Really effective. Well, there's so many moments of like really great tension. I thought yeah. that it, what, uh, what the grapper uh, ends up doing is that he is taking children uh, in his van. He poses as a uh, part-time magician because, you know, that's not creepy at all. And uh, he takes you and he brings in you into his basically his basement that is soundproof. There's no way to get out. And uh, and that's where we find Finney uh, when like this basically the whole plot kind of uh, gets going. And what is interesting, they do this little uh these uh this kind of plot device where he is there's a black phone in the basement to where he basically has a connection with well the dead it's in the trailer so i'm not spoiling anything the past victims the past victims and they're trying to give him uh pointers really but also sometimes like motivation is like you gotta do this you gotta not only just like try to remember us but get rid of him and uh, so this doesn't happen again. And then on the other side of town, we have uh, Gwen, the sister, who is having um, kind of a shining moment uh, in a way. I think that Joe Hill and Stephen King share a lot of uh, uh, elements in all of their stories. It's Atlanta's type of t- Totally. <laughs> and uh, so, but she has sort of the shine. And, uh, and I'm not quoting anything in the movie. It's just like she has dreams to where she sees glimpses of what's happening to the victims and... And what well, what is also maybe happening to I mean, uh, Finney? Doesn't get to alluded to that they both have like paranormal powers, which is why the phone kind of works. Like I obviously, um, I, I don't know about that. I, I didn't get it from him. I didn't get it from him. I, I think thought it was. I thought it was when Dewey yelled at both of them. Was like none of none of you pay attention to any of that paranormal shit. Like when he well, yells at them in the beginning. Well, because oh, I think I, it's I because of the mother. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I missed that. Oh, I thought the I mom thought was... was touched. Yeah. yeah, he's like both of you don't fucking use this. Yeah, but the, she she had the shine. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> but she so the shinin, so the get sued. <laughs> they uh, she is also trying to, in her uh, own way, try to figure out where the hell he is because she thinks that he's still alive. Because that's one of the things that even Finney uh, talks about with the other victims. Like, don't talk about them. They were, were my best friend in the past tense. They are my best friend, and so uh, there's still time for Finney, and uh, and there is. And so to go back to what you were talking about, Frank, is that there's great moments of the tension when we uh, see the phone basically start ringing. It's not connected to anything, and so it has this connection to the dead. And there are plenty of moments where you're just like, oh, shit, like, is there going to be a ghost? What's going to be happening here? And yeah, there are moments when I would say that I kind of like pointed my head down and put my, yeah. you know, I curled up with Marcos on my ride and <laughs> uh, uh, that big burly man. And so I just wanted to, to shield myself from the, the terrors of the black phone. But uh, Sarah Jane, what did you think about it? To touch back on what Frank said, uh, I actually was around in the late 70s. Uh, I was a small child, but they got that exactly right because you were ter- you were terrified of being kidnapped. That was like a thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
so I, I, I did like that element. I thought that was really good. I don't think I loved it as much as you guys. There was a lot of uh, jump scares in, well, not a lot, but a few. And mm-hmm. the people in our theater, because it wasn't uh, just a press screening, everyone was in there. They were really surprised. You know, there was yeah. an audible gasp at one point. I thought the kids uh, did pretty well. It was weird when we were watching it. I'm like, I think that's Scott Derrickson's kid <laughs> at one point. And it was. He was in the credits. So mm. It's a tall um, order for those two actors I mean, those that you know yeah all that. Mm-hmm. um and i thought they d- did really well it kind of felt stagey to me like i'm like this could be a play you know because sure. really yeah. only well, yeah, most could. of it takes place in the one it, it does like feel like a short story it does feel like it, like it would be a, like a short yeah, story it did feel it was that so way. Conta- self-contained school street basement right yeah right. <laughs> that's basically maybe uh dad's house and dad's house who is also played by Jeremy Davies. Uh, yes, Spanking the Monkey. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's where he's that, from. That's, that is where he's from. Just <laughs> as weird as ever. He still. is very weird and also an abusive father in this. Yeah. Yes. But to touch on what you're talking about, at least with like the kids, there I thought it was a, an incredible scene between um, the dad, played by Jeremy Davies, and uh, Gwen, and how he um, she, she did something wrong. He is like... At any given moment, he's going to mm-hmm. beat the living shit out of oh, you because he's also an thing. alcoholic. Yeah. And so he, there is a point when he is doing that to her and, and giving her the belt. And the way that she is crying, I was like, holy shit, she is genuinely crying and, and like sad and angry and scared. I, I believed her 100%. It's one of the best, like, at least child acting moments I've seen when, in a long mm-hmm. time. And when she yells back at him because she Yes! Tells, he tells her to repeat whatever like the dreams aren't real or something. Like, the like dreams that. aren't real! And the way she does it more and more with, yeah. m- with with a lot more ferocity each time and that is such like you you know that that is what abused children like the the, the, the anger and the rage that, that's been instilled in them and it's just it's, it's coming out and it's just it's great. It was such a standout moment. But Marcos, we haven't even heard you from you yet. I, 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 I've been here waiting patiently. I mean, just sitting here in the basement. <laughs> we got you a plate of eggs. Don't worry. <laughs> Doing little side missions. Just a little uh, salt and pepper for you. Yeah. <laughs> to piggyback off what Sarah said, I didn't think it was that scary, actually, now that, that, that it's sure. over. Like, there's not really a lot of horror elements, I guess, to it, because it's more of a suspense thriller to mm-hmm. me, yes, in a way. that's where strength is. Because I know the dude wears a scary mask. You can see that in the trailer. But it really doesn't play a huge factor to make it more intimidating it's still he does it for them he yeah. does it for the kids yeah he does yeah, yeah he does it to he, <laughs> he well it for the kids. we do it for the kids <laughs> <laughs> i mean this movie could literally if they cut out a few cuss words could be pg-13 like there's not a lot of gore in it no uh, no. no no i mean yeah there's definitely not really that much gore but yeah i mean for how scary it is but i i like that it, it's uh it goes the Stranger Things route where it's like kids are the the lead characters. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, it, it, but it's just more of a suspense movie for me of like trying to figure out how he's gonna try to do things, and then it was weird because he keeps doing something different every day. I think that's really where this where the where this this the strengths lie is in the tension. This is a this is a good like crackling suspense thriller, and it doesn't really rely on. I mean, besides the supernatural elements, it definitely has like it does is not boring at all. Like no. it, it never felt like it was dragging really ever. Uh, I mean, you could argue there's a few moments when um, 
Just in the beginning, really. Just in the big, but like I thought that was great, like character development. No, it yeah. is really yeah, more it's, character it's, development, but yeah. it's just like because the weird thing that I was gonna say is like for the little bit that some of these kids are in the movie, like even the bullies at the beginning, I'm like, oh, like you get to see like a little, then we'll get, get a little flesh on their bones, kind of yeah. thing. And that's especially true of the ghosts that help them out later. Where it's like, oh, like the, those were really cool characters for just like being there for two or three minutes, kind right? Because they were like when they show up as ghosts, you'd be like, like, oh, I missed this guy, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, and it makes you mourn them in in a, in a way. Yeah, they did really uh, well with making you care about the characters, even for like what Ethan Hawke was going to do. Because let's talk about Ethan Hawke real quick. I don't know how he like got to that place every single day uh, to do this. He was he was mesmerizing, and I mean, he what's that phrase? Understood the assignment. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, jeez. He he was oh. pretty damn creepy. I. I was very nervous at least a few moments when he first got on the because he has this he's playing it really intense sometimes and then very childlike yeah. in a way whimsical yeah. almost and whimsical yeah. yeah and I I was I was glad that in the end it worked for me but there were a few moments at the at the beginning when he was first introduced and when he is whimsical I'm just like is he doing it felt like he was doing something else like i've seen it before and where somewhere it didn't work and he's like <laughs> like he's like doing this little laugh i'm like that's not scary no uh, <laughs> and when he just when he delivers what's that line like oh i just wanted to watch you yeah, I just to watch yeah. You. like those type of moments that's when i was like wow this is not the this is not my ethan Hawking great expectations now <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the I again thought that the the little sister was pretty great uh, mm-hmm. for how big of a role that she had. But what I loved about her was basically just her spirit and her spitfire attitude because she is a badass. She's got a potty mouth. Yeah, even to Jesus. Yeah, even to Jesus. That's right. I will say that there was like there are surprising moments of levity in this. Yeah in this story and I didn't think there would be and I thank God we had them because otherwise it would have been just totally unbearable but what really surprised me was um, you know Marcos you mentioned the um, the lack of gore here which is fine because gore bores the shit out of me it's like oh like oh his insides are red too what do you know <laughs> you know it's, like, it's really about the suspense and the tension and what's behind the door and you know all that for me but I was really surprised about the level of violence amongst the children mm-hmm. in this movie I was like whoa like, like they beat up the girl. They beat, <laughs> they beat up the girl. They beat like the girl. Well, it's... I mean, you know, I'm not saying she deserved it, but you know, but like... <laughs> it was either them. Wow. Either... No, 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 no. But it was either yeah. them or her. Yeah, because right. She would have taken them all out. She Outside of them. Ethan Hawke being the grabber, there's child <laughs> knife fights, rock fights, a ground and pound UFC type move till someone yes. bleeds all a over the backwards, pavement. Uh, like Stone Cold Stunner. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, where this? That was made in 1978 like, man, oh, you, wow, don't t- you don't tilt someone's uh well i don't get it didn't really tilt it but you know <sighs> you don't fuck with someone's pinball here let's go into final thoughts then and 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 uh and land this plane so marcos why don't you lead the way it's a really good suspenseful movie that i don't think that it does anything too um original might be the only like kind of thing that stops it from getting like a nine or a ten sure but the thing that it does well is like i really like the climax that we can't talk about a lot Mm -hmm. um (laughs) probably one of my favorite like moments in an action even i don't know it's like comparable to a jet lee kind of or no the raid 
like what happens in this movie. <laughs> it was orchestrated so well. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I would give it seven out of ten unnecessary big black dogs. <laughs> you don't need that big of a dog at any time. I mean, he was put, put, brought out to be really menacing. And he just kind of stands there. Yeah, I, he, his name was Samson. And at one point, I thought it was gonna be like, "It's gonna be like a son of Sam thing." Like, what's going on? Oh, here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Sarah Jane. I liked it. Uh, I didn't love it. Um, again, they did the the late seventies. They got that uh, period spot on. Um, I liked Ethan Hawke. I liked the kids. Um, I thought the girl was probably the strongest of the actors. I'm going to also give it seven, but I'm going to give it seven Coke-fueled um, conspiracy theories out of ten. Aren't all conspiracy <laughs> theories Coke-filled? The best one fueled. fueled. The best ones fueled. are. The best. Yes. Filled and fueled. Filled yes. and fueled. Yeah. Yeah. The best exactly. ones are. And speaking of fueled, Frank, what are your final thoughts? Oh, there's a segue. <laughs> yeah, no, so I I, I I tried to get my boyfriend to come see this with us tonight, and he hates horror movies, but I tried to convince him anyways, and he said, no, no, no. You should have tricked him. Well, I told him afterwards. I think you should have grabbed him, put him in the well, van, no, take him there. Go to see Minions. In my right crossover, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I texted him afterwards saying, thank God you didn't come to this. You would have dumped me. Like, honestly, it's like he could not have handled this because the, the tension and the suspense and like what's behind the door factor, it, that is all so potent and so oh, great. Yeah. And I mean, that that's why I go to movies like this. That's why I signed up for this. I know that a lot of people have mentioned to me that they don't want to see this because they don't like seeing children in peril. But for me, this really, really spoke to, you know, the resilience of children and the perseverance mm-hmm. of children and like, you know, the this the and i know i'm not the biggest fan of children but um, <laughs> but <laughs> everyone knows that on the site it's fine Dude, um, i i was actually like they were more the the ki- the kids were more resourceful than i was i would not yeah, have thought no. of the well, things because, that they did in this movie i well, because, would have been dead so well, they, soon they, have, <laughs> they also haven't been knocked down as much as adults have and so they still have that that gumption about them and yeah. um i really love that this movie really spoke to that um, in a very pure and innocent and honest way. So I got to give this, uh, even with that, I'm gonna, still going to give it an eight and a half out of 10. Mm. Uh, William Castle movies are just playing late on a Friday night because who doesn't love a William Castle movie? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's the, the tub the, with the The, the Tingler, con- yeah. Yeah, the, the Tingler. Yes. So yeah, eight out of 10 William Castle movies. Watch them, people. <laughs> I I dug it a lot. I thought like the... The production design, the costuming, uh, all like all the technical stuff around this was really well done. There was a couple of dream sequences that I thought they set up well. I, I think we talked about this uh, off mic that uh, it didn't work for a couple of people, but uh, <laughs> I thought uh, that it 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 served the the again the other plot device of her having these dreams of trying to figure out where the hell he is, which I I, I cared for. I thought the, that was the good. movie does too much at times. Like you can just show us what's happening. It's okay. Sure, yeah. yeah. No, I understand that. And uh, but I I I think again like what you said, Sarah Jane. The standout is the sister, is Gwen. I, like she is going to be an incredible actress. I I hope at some point uh, in the near future and get a big break. Uh, but that was a really fun turn for Ethan Hawke as a villain, and I I really dug the the story and like to what your point was like the uh, 
children's uh, resilience uh, of getting through a really traumatic situation and horrifying and like, you know, like I want to survive. And so uh, I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was a really uh, fun movie and uh, it wasn't gory at all, but uh, I thought it moved at a breakneck pace and yeah, it, I dug it quite a bit. So I'm going to give it um, eight and a half out of 10 uh, motherfucking fart knockers. Uh, <laughs> because as soon as the, someone said that in the movie, I was like, I love this character and I like this movie. Damn it. 